When Yom Tov falls out on Friday, in order to be able to cook on that Friday for Shabbos, we need to make an Erev Tavshilin. Now, based on the simple halacha, you would be allowed to eat the Erev Tavshilin, which is made of a challah and a cooked food. You would be allowed to eat it as soon as you finish preparing on the Friday for Shabbos. You can now eat that, that Erev. However, the Ma'aril instituted, and what he did himself was as well, is to use the bread of the Erev for Lecha Mishnah, as part of Lecha Mishnah for Friday night, again Shabbos morning, and finally actually breaking it and eating it during the third meal of Shabbos for Shalashudas. The Maharshal brings the same thing that the Maharam did the same Minog. The Altarebbe brings this in Shulchan Aruch as well. He says that even though you're allowed to eat the Erev as soon as you finished preparing the food, nevertheless, mitzvah min hamuvchar is to, act, is to actually use it for one of the su'uds of Shabbos for Lecha Mishnah, and then the Altarebbe brings this meaning that some have the custom to use it for all of the meals. For the first meal, the second meal, Lecha Mishnah, and then finally breaking it and eating it at the third meal. Now the source for using the bread of the Erev for another mitzvah is actually in the Gemara that says that Rav Ami and Rav Asi would do this with the Erev Chatzeres. An Erev Chatzeres is when you have a few shared when a few people are sharing one courtyard, for example, each one in their own house, in order to be able to carry into the shared place. So they need to make this Eid of Chatzeris, again with food. In this case, technically, it doesn't, it, well, you actually need to keep it until Shabbos comes in. Um, but this, the Maril and the Marshal bring the same meaning here as well. Rav Ami Ravasi, it says, by Eid of Chatzeris, they would keep it to use it on Shabbos. And the Maril and Marshal both bring this minig regarding Eid of Chatzet, as I said before, to actually use it for all three meals. Now, when it comes to the Alter Rebbe by Eid of Chatzet, the Alter Rebbe says to use it by the second meal, by the morning meal. He does not mention this idea of using it for the third meal as opposed to Eid of Tavshilin, where the Alter Rebbe said to use it for the third meal as well. And we need to understand this distinction. Why would there be a difference that for Eid of Tavshilin we should use it for all three meals as opposed to Eid of Chatzet? In order to understand this, the Rebbe says, we first need to explore, isn't it better actually to use the Erev Chatzeris in the morning meal rather than leaving it for Shalashudas? Reason being is because the first two meals of Shabbos is an absolute obligation to have bread and to have Lecha Mishnah. In Shalashudas, not everyone agrees you need Lecha Mishnah. Not everyone even agrees you need bread. Some say you could have Mezoinus or even fruit. So seemingly it would be a bigger mitzvah to use the bread of the Erev during the meal of the morning of Shabbos, rather than Shalashudas. In order to explain this, the Rebbe is first going to look at the general idea of the reasons for Eid of Tavshilin. So we have a machloikas in the Gemara. The Rava says that it's an order you should make sure you have good food for Shabbos. Good food for Shabbos, good food for Yom Tov. What Rashi explains that, meaning, that means is that because you're going to make the Eid before Yom Tov, that's going to remind you that Shabbos is coming up, so you're not going to finish all the food on Yom Tif. You remember Shabbos is coming and you're going to set aside and prepare food for Shabbos as well. Rav Ashi says that the reason is we're actually concerned that you shouldn't be cooking on Yom Tif for the middle of the week. Shabbos wouldn't have been a problem by itself to cook for Shabbos. But we're concerned that you shouldn't be cooking for the middle of the week on Yom Tif, And therefore we make you make an Erev Tavshilin in order to allow you to cook for Shabbos. And this will remind people that if you can't even cook for, sh- for Shabbos, how much more so you wouldn't be able to cook for the middle of the week. In other words, according to Rav, it's more about the concern for covered Shabbos to make sure you have food for Shabbos. According to Rav Ashi, it's more about covered Yom Tif, that you don't end up desecrating Yom Tif and cooking on Yom Tif for the middle of the week. The practical difference in Halacha, the Rosh actually says, 
is that if it's about remembering for the needs of Shabbos to make sure you have food for Shabbos, then you must make it on Erev Yom Tov. You must make it at the time when you're preparing the food for Yom Tov. Otherwise, it's not going to help you. Whereas if it's only as a sign and to remind people the, uh, the seriousness of Yom Tov, that we don't cook on Yom Tov for the middle of the week, then technically it can be done much earlier. It doesn't have to be done on Erev Yom Tov. Now, the Alter Rebbe actually brings both reasons for the Erev Tavshilin. He also brings this practical difference of regarding when the Erev needs to be made. And the Alter Rebbe Paskins that Lechatchila, in the, in, the, in, in the first instance, of course, it's better to do it on Erev Yom Tev, but Bidiyavid, if you made it even in advance, then it would be fine. Now, the Rebbe says the difference between the two reasons for Erev Tavshilin, whether it is, the, the Yom Tov was the focus, or Shabbos was the focus, is not only about that, whether it's covered Shabbos or covered Yom Tov, but rather, if we say, according to Rav Ashi's opinion, that it's for the benefit of Yom Tov, that is that we don't end up cooking on Yom Tov for the middle of the week, then really the whole Takana of Erev Tavshilin is really more about a negative. It's more about what you're not allowed to do, and that we shouldn't come to any Easter to any prohibition. That is, because we don't want you to do to end up cooking on Yom Tov for the middle of the week. Therefore, we have a takana that you shouldn't cook even for Shabbos, unless you made an native. In other words, it's all more of a negative approach to what the native is trying to achieve to make sure you don't do an iser. And that's what the native itself is all about. It's more about don't cook for Shabbos, unless you made the native. On the other hand, if we say that it's all a covered Shabbos, in other words, to make sure you have food for Shabbos, that's Rava's opinion, then the whole takana is all a positive. It's first of all, so that you have food for Shabbos, and also then the way we view the main point of the Erev is that it's about reminding you of the needs of Shabbos. In other words, the reason why we don't cook without the Erev is only sort of to strengthen this Takana to point out this idea that we're going to prepare for Shabbos properly. The Rebbe says, when we look in the Gemara, we find that there's two Psukim that the Gemara also uses as some sort of support and basis for the idea of Erev Tavshilin. There's a pasuk zocher as yom shabbos lekachoy, which the Gemara explains as meaning zochereyu, make sure to remember Shabbos from someone that's going to be trying to make you forget it. What does that mean? Rashi explains that when Yom Tov falls out on erev Shabbos, it's very likely that Shabbos can be forgotten because of Yom Tov. You're having so many meals on Yom Tov, you might not leave any food over for Shabbos according to the honor of Shabbos. And therefore, the Pasuk is reminding you, Zacher is here, Shabbos Lekatshoi. You only need to remember something when there's a chance of forgetting. So the aid of Tavshilin is helping you remember Shabbos. Then there's another limud in the Gemara. The Gemara says, regarding the Mon, which is actually this week's Parsha as well, on the Pasuk, the Gemara says, this double expression, what you'll bake, you'll bake, what you'll cook, you'll cook. This teaches us that you're not allowed to cook on Yom Tif for Shabbos unless you had something cooked already before. That's the age of Tafshilin. You're not allowed to bake unless you had something baked before. So the way that the Rebbe is explaining in the Sikha what's going on over here is that the first Pasuk, the Zohar is here Shabbos, that's really going to be more fitting with Rava's opinion, which in other words, that it's all about a positive. The idea of Erev Tavshilin is to help you remember Shabbos, put away food for Shabbos. On the other hand, the Pasuk is about don't bake unless you have something baked, is, gonna, is more of a negative, you're not allowed to bake unless you have this Erev, which is more of Ashi's opinion, which told us that we're concerned that you shouldn't be baking on Yom Tif for the middle of the week, etc., Says the Rebbe, according to Rava's opinion, that the Erev is all about this positive attitude to make sure that the Erev is reminding you constantly about Shabbos. It makes sense to say now 
that there's a point of holding on to this Erev, not only while you're preparing the food, but even during Shabbos and even the whole Shabbos. In other words, even though you finish technically making the preparations, but since the Erev is all about reminding you about Shabbos, so it makes sense that this memory coming from the Erev should actually continue on Shabbos as well, especially a Shabbos where there's more of a chance that it could be forgotten, then maybe there's even more of a reason to really have things to remind you about the special lineage of Shabbos. So in other words, according to Rava, the point of the Erev is the memory of Shabbos, so let's hold on to it as long as possible during Shabbos as well. It says that but now we can understand a diuk in the Alter Rebbe, that what we discussed before. Regarding the difference between eight of Tavshilin and eight of Chatseris. Eight of Tavshilin, the Alter Rebbe said, the minig of keeping it all the way to the third meal, as opposed to eight of Chatseris, where we said use it in the morning. That is, by eight of Tavshilin, since we have this opinion that it's, that the eight of Tavshilin is part of the Zohar Hashem Shabbos to help you remember Shabbos, so that it makes sense to use it as much as possible on Shabbos and for all the needs of Shabbos, all the way to the last need, which is Shalashudas. And that's why you should use it all the way to the third meal. Whereas Erev Chatzeris, which is totally not connected with this whole concept of Zohar as Yom HaShabbos, therefore, it, it, so there's no point of keeping it to Shalashudas. And therefore, going back to what we said originally, if anything, it makes sense to use it. If we want to use it for a proper mitzvah, then use it rather in the morning rather than later. The Rebbe now turns to the Eiroh and Avodis Hashem, and the difference between these two opinions, whether the Erev is covered Shabbos or covered Yom Tov. Generally, the difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov we know is, Chassidus explains that Shabbos is a day that's wholly on its own. It represents a Kedusha that's removed from all negativity. Yom Tov, on the other hand, is the idea, it's a weekday. And now, Basin is going to establish this day as Yom Tov, based on Rosh Chodesh. We brought the Kedusha now into a regular mundane weekday. So now, says the Rebbe, the opinion that says that the focus of Erev Tavshilin was more about Yom Tov, in other words, it's... The point of the, the, the gather of Erev Tavshilin, as we said, is more than going to be more about a negative or concerned you shouldn't cook, you shouldn't bake, and, and all of that. So then the whole idea is if we're focusing on Yom Tov, that's really what Yom Tov is about. Yom Tov is about removing ourselves from the regular weekdays and we're going to bring some Kedusha into it. On the other hand, the opinion that says it's all about Shabbos, the Erev, in other words, it says Shabbos is the day of Kedusha, then we're not speaking about negating anything. The whole idea of the gather of the Erev Tavshilin itself is more a positive, it's more of Kedusha, it's more about Zechir al-Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, now let's have a look at the order of how the Alter Rebbe brings these two opinions. The Alter Rebbe actually brings first the opinion that it's about adding in covered Yom Tov, and then brings the opinion about adding in covered Shabbos. And why is that? Because in Avoidah, we do deal with the bad, and we need to remove ourselves from the bad, Sur Meirah. And therefore that's going to be the opinion that Erev is about Yom Tov. Then we'll come to the next opinion, that it's about adding in covered Shabbos, in other words, more about the positive, more about dealing with Kedusha itself in a world where there is no negativity, like Shabbos. Now, we mentioned earlier also that the difference between these two opinions is that according to the reason that it's covered Yom Tif, that you shouldn't bake and cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos, then technically you would be allowed to make the of earlier, whereas if the reason is covered Shabbos, you must make it on the day of Erev Yom Tif. So now let's look at the Alter Rebbe's Psaq regarding that. The Alter Rebbe said, L'chatchile, it's better to do it in Erev Yom Tif, but B'diyavet, even if you did it earlier, it's fine. In other words, L'chatchile, we are taking into consideration also the opinion that it's L'chavit Shabbos, that's why you have to do it right before Yom Tif, but B'diyavet, it would be fine even if you did it earlier. So now we can understand that as well. In other words, of course L'chatchile, it's better to be involved in the avoid of Shabbos as well. This Kedusha Dikr, removed from Klippa completely, purely Asei Toiv. Or what Chassidus calls the avoid of Ishapcha, completely, absolutely no bad. 
or at least sometimes you have to be involved in it. But at the least, at the, the, the minimum level, we definitely have to have the avoida, at least that yomtev dekavoida, which is the surmeira, the level of eskafi or the level of abenity. Now the Rebbe concludes and the Rebbe says there's one more point. We hold on to this, to, on the one hand we hold on to the Erev, as I said, as we said before, all the way to the third meal, which represents the highest, highest level of Shabbos, so the Shlisha is the highest level of Shabbos. But when do we make the Erev? We make it before Yom Tov. Yom Tov is a level that we're already dealing with, as we said, at least bringing the Kedushan to Yom Tov, in, in the, uh, Yom Tov the Kedushan to weekdays. But er, when you make the Erev, that's before Yom Tov. That means you didn't even start with the Yom Tov the Kavayda, but what are you planning for? All the way for Suudah Shlishis. In other words, we're right away planning for the highest level already. In other words, that itself, when we're working towards and that highest goal, that itself helps us that we should do our Avayda in the very best way right from the outset.